I die, 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 die. Out of my herbs, where are you? From my herbs, I'm waiting. <laughs> oh boy, wow. I can't believe it. Uh, I was just looking through one of the emails. Oh, yeah? What, what about it? Uh, you got answers to the contest? Well, people are answering the contest. Yes, indeed. Baruch Hashem. We're getting some responses of people thinking about what the ending of that story is that I put into the JRU Journal. However... I haven't had a winner yet. Uh, there's some interesting choices, but I'm looking for something really chapadik, and that didn't happen yet. So we'll wait uh, for the winner. You know, we got some time yet. Yet, you know, I'm not gonna, you know, tell that story with the ending that I had in mind. Then maybe somebody will come up with my ending. You never know. Wow. Uh, 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 so what were you saying? You were reading emails about that too? Yes, yes. And also, I had a very special request. You know that this is going to be uh, my last time live before Yom Kippur. No kidding! Yes, yes. And also, next week, you know that Sukkis comes out on Wednesday night. Oh, uh-oh, you mean we can't uh, do a show live? No, 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 no. We, we, we're, uh, you know, like on the religious side, you know what I mean? We're from people and we just don't uh, perform, uh, you know, like we just don't do, the, the, you know, the, the show. <laughs> what can I tell you? Oh, oh so what are we going to do? Well, we're going to give a jam-packed one today, okay? Because I know that during Chalamai Tzukes, there are special, special programs set up. Wow, unbelievable. I remember from last year and the year before. Now, I just want to tell you, I got a story requested by Simcha Z and family. Uh, really? Simcha Z? Why do you want to say his last name? Uh, is, is Z stand for Z last name? No, no, no. I have no idea what Z stands for. Uh, maybe if I try to find uh, the computer ID number, whatever it is, maybe I'll find it. But it was a very interesting request. They said, I may have said the story before. They know I once said it on Wonder Words. It may have said it even here on J Red Radio, but it's such a great story and gives such inspiration. La Covid Yom Kippur, they want to hear it again. And you know what? What? You're going to do it again? That's right. So before we do it, it's a fairly long story. So let's get all the things out of the way. Okay, I'm moving. That's good. You got that already. Okay, so we're listening to jrootradio.com, and you can listen by phone by dialing 712-432-4217. Or you can listen live in archives by dialing 718-506-9099. If you would like to send in donations to JRoot Radio, the address is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn, New York, 11229. That address again is 2829 Nostrand Avenue, 11229. And I just want you to know that if you want to text in a message or you want to text in uh, a possible ending to that story, because I haven't chosen the winner yet, uh, you could uh, text it in to 347-927-8398 or any other requests. And at the end of the show, if you want to call in to tell us uh, what lesson you learned in tonight's story, and believe me, there are lots of lessons in tonight's story, so you can call at 718-683-5858. But I don't think I even have to tell that because as soon as I finish the story, wow, the boards light up. Okay, so... Uh, I know, we just got to get your, your things out of the way. Okay, so here we go. Uh, ready? One, one, two, three. No, 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 not that fast. People have to understand. 
Okay, if you're interested in hiring Rabbi Yitzhak for storytelling engagements, or if you want to hire him for a martial arts demonstration, or Kayach and the Mayach, or if you want to have uh, private martial arts lessons, self-defense lessons, Qigong energy exercise lessons, or if you want to have private art lessons, or you need some artwork, uh, including Kasubas, paintings, portraits, you name it, uh, then you could call 718-375-1294. Rabbi Yitzhak does all those things. Yes, yes, yes. There's a few things he doesn't uh, do. He doesn't eat broccoli. Oh, excuse me. We're not supposed to talk about those. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, anyways, uh, um, uh, so uh, if you're interested in any of those things, you can call Rabbi Yitzhak at 718-375-1294. Also, if you want to order any of uh, Rabbi Yitzhak's story CDs or you want to have emailed to you or faxed to you the list, which occurs right now over 40 and it gets closer to Hanukkah, that list is going to grow again. I don't know how many, but it's going to grow. Anyways, if you're interested, so the number to call is 718-375-1294 if you're interested in forming art groups or little martial arts class, self-defense classes and things like that. And of course, that number is 718-375-1294. I think we covered everything, Robert Herbsick, and take it away. What story did they request anyways? Ah, very interesting. The story that they requested, believe it or not, is my famous story, Mendel the Shoemaker. Now, I just got to tell you straight offhand before I start the story, I really, really do not know clearly the source of the story. I've seen it. I've heard it. I've heard it told by others. And I've seen it written in a safer, but it was one of those kind of stories that doesn't give the source where it comes from. It's like one of those stories that says, My Sahoya. That means like there was a, a, a happening, a story that happened years ago. It doesn't say the name of the town. It doesn't say the name of the rub. And it doesn't say the name of the people. So you're going to up names. Oh boy, so much fun. It's going to be the same names like you once told before. Well, I have a habit of never telling the same story the same way twice. I may tell some things that are similar, but never the same way twice. So uh, we're just going to keep one name the same for sure, Mendel, because <laughs> Mendel the Shoemaker. Oh, boy. So uh, are you ready to start? I'm ready to start. Are you ready to be quiet? I'm ready to be quiet. Okay, so here I go. I'm ready to be quiet. Uh, y'all see? Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm quiet. Okay. This story tonight is called Mendel the Shoemaker. Now, let me tell you about Mendel the Shoemaker. We're not going to start from the very beginning. We're going to start at Erev... Erev Tishabav! No, 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 no. We're going to start at Erev Yom Kippur, where we find the Shamus in the main shul of the town, named Yidl. I'm just cleaning up over here in this soul here. Just let me take this broom here and sweep a little bit over here. And a little bit over here. Uh-oh. What's that? Is she coming down the walkway from the shore? Ow, ow, ow. It, it, it's the servant from, 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 uh, Slimus Alvin. Uh, Slimus Alvin is one of the richest people 
in the entire town. <laughs> uh, okay, me oh my. Shalom, shalom, shalom. I'm gonna make believe uh, like I don't know this. I'm just gonna continue sweeping. <laughs> Maybe I should get into the untip mode. <laughs> no, that's not the untip mode. <laughs> Oh, whatever. I don't know. Uh, oh, 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 I'm so nervous. Uh, oh, he's coming. Uh, I'll just pretend that I don't notice him. Excuse me, sir. If you don't mind me coming here, I am the servant of Shlomo Salmin. Uh, oh, you startled me. <laughs> Let him think he startled me. Yes, what can I do for you? Well, I have a request from Shlomo Salmin. You see, he has a yurtzeit candles, and he would like them put very up close near the Mizrahvant, very close to the Amid, you know what I mean? <laughs> With the Baltfila, uh, uh, Darwins. Uh, oh, yeah, sure, sure, no, no problem. Um, <coughs> uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, sure, sure. I'm just gonna. <laughs> Excuse me, pardon me. I'm just a little nervous here. I'll put it right here. That's a good spot, right? <laughs> and you know it's Arif Yom Kippur. Yes. Oh, yes, of course. There's a custom to give something nice as a present uh, 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 for the shamus because and uh, show appreciation. And if we show a curse a tithe to the shamus who takes care of the shul, uh, of course, that means uh, uh, that, 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 that Hashem will show uh, uh, us, uh, 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 well, you understand what I mean, it will show us kindness and, you know, you know what I mean? Yes, 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 so, uh, uh, and therefore... Oh, uh, so I did bring you something, uh, 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 from, from, uh, Schlemmer's Almond. Oh, really? What is it? Oh, a box. <laughs> I hope it's not a box of toothpicks. Uh, I have to have teeth to pick my tooth. <laughs> I mean, I mean, my, my teeth are not real. I mean, what, uh, oh, yeah, yeah, yes, well, well can, uh, let me see what... Uh, oh, uh, can I open the box? Uh, go right ahead. Oh, my goodness. It, 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 it's a silver bacha. I don't know what to say. I just simply say thank you, and thank you uh, uh, from my master, Shlomo Zalman, for putting the outside lample uh, on the top over there. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> You're so sweet. <laughs> well, I have a new bacha. I have to make sure to table it and everything. Well, maybe I don't have to. It depends who made it. Oh, but whatever. I'll find out all the halachas later. Okay, let me put this aside. Wow, this is so exciting. Uh, let me... Oh, yeah, what was I doing? Oh, yes, I was cleaning up. Yeah, let me go back to cleaning up. <laughs> oh, now I'm in the end of mood. Yeah, yeah. Uh-oh. Somebody else is coming down the school walkway. Uh-oh. I recognize that one. That's Chaim Schmiel, a servant. Uh, Chaim Schmiel is also one of the richest people in the town. See, there are two rich people here. There's Schleimer's Alma, but he's a very nice man. He gives a lot of tzedakah. And then there's Chaim Schmiel. He just does tzedakah to be pizza. He's not so nice. Oh, no. Here comes the servant. I, I wonder what's going to happen. I, I, I'll just continue uh, cleaning up over here. <laughs> Hello, excuse me, somebody here, hello, oh, there you are, hey, Shamish, 
Get over here. <laughs> Get over here. Doesn't even talk with me. Just out of dumb kipper. Can't describe enough of your mind. You can't speak like a yaw. What's the matter with you? It's out of dumb kipper. He can't talk to me like a human being. <laughs> You're not even this guy. Oh, it's from a nahusa. I don't understand you. You can't speak like a man. What's the matter with you? <laughs> Excuse me! <clears throat> uh, what's the problem? Huh? Uh, 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 I'm a human being. And you want to speak to me, you speak like a bench. Oh, excuse me. I told you to get over here, didn't I? Yes, you did. That's not a way to tell me. All right. Please get over here, or, or, or I'm going to drag you over here. Yeah, bye, bye. Such that a hat as I never saw in my life. I don't know how he learned. He didn't learn in my yeshiva, that's for sure. Okay, what do you want? Now listen here, you know who I am. I'm the servant from Chaim Shmiel, okay? No monkey business by us, you understand? Now Chaim Shmiel is a rich guy, and you know he sits together with Shimcha Munim and his uh, sons and son-in-laws uh, at the Mizrach Vant. So it's uh, reserved for those two families, you understand that? And so, uh, there's one thing I want you to understand is that he wants his, uh, just like he has the Mizrach Vant, he wants his... Uh, uh, I know, he wants his Yorotite candle, candle in a good, 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 good place. That's right. All right, I'll put it up here, over here. <laughs> All right, and, and, and do you know what today is? Yeah, yeah, sure. Today is uh, Air of uh, Yom Kippur. Uh, yes, yes, and, and? And uh, it's, uh, it's a great day. Uh, and, and did uh, Heim's meal um, um, send you something? Oh, yeah, yeah. He sent me to your side, Kentle, to give you, and I gave it to you. Um, I mean, did he... um? Like send a present? A present? <laughs> he sent me to be presently over here, and I'm presently here. So, uh, yeah, well, 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 I don't get it. Uh, what's the problem? What's the problem? What's the problem? <laughs> so, and, and what about, you know, every Yom Kippur, there's a man to give the summers, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, to give you a tip. Oh, yeah, I have a good tip for you. Um, uh, don't bet uh, on horses. Don't bet on horses. I, I don't understand. Yes, for a tip. So I give you a tip. But I, 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 I don't bet on horses. I don't understand what you're talking about. All right. I'll give you another tip. <laughs> another tip. Okay. Maybe this I can understand. Yeah. Uh, uh, don't walk with your head, with your eyes, and nose up in the ear. I, I don't understand. Because if you do, you're going to trip and fall down. <laughs> Good day. Uh, see you tonight. <laughs> Uh, such a rich man. He's one of the richest guys who owns um, probably half this town here. And, 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 and he can't even afford to give a gift. No, no. All right. No, no. Where was I? Oh, yeah. The third row. I was cleaning. Right. Oh, no. no I was in the yantif mode. Oh, oh, somebody's coming. Oh, this doesn't look like a man. This looks like a lady. She's wrapped in a shawl and everything. Oh, I was near... This is Mendele's widow. I, I, I. This is Mendele's Vab. Mendele's wife, Hensha. I, 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 I. I'm not going to pretend that I don't know this. When she opens the door, I'm going to go right away. Ah, yes, uh, uh, yes. Uh, uh, how are you? Uh, what, what can I do for you? Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Pardon me if I cry a little. It's all right. It's good to cry, especially out of Yom Kippur. She puts a vine in a bushel. You know, it's all right. Don't worry. What's the problem? What, what, what can I do for you? Well, you know that this year, 
I have to put up a, a yard sign candle for my husband, Mendel. Ah, yes, yes, Mendel was a wonderful man. It's so sad that he suddenly was nifted about four weeks ago. Ay, 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 was it five weeks ago? I lost track of time. Four or five weeks ago. Ay, 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 he's so terrible. Ay, 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 Please don't cry, because then you'll make me cry. It's not your fault. I, I, I know it's not my fault, but I'm the shamus, so anything that goes wrong here, everybody blames the shamus, because I'm the person that everybody blames. It's, it's all right, it's okay. We can, well, actually, this thing, you can't blame me, all right? I'm, I just feel so bad. You want me to put the your side candle? I, I'll put it over here. Don't worry. It's going to be a good spot right here. Are you sure that's a good place? I mean, I, 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 I want to follow the minute and it's Arabian Kipper, and I want to give you something. I saved up a couple of kopecks. No, 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 please, please, no, 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 I can't take anything from you. But please, you take from everybody else. Uh, uh, no, 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 I don't take from everybody else. As a matter of fact, <laughs> you know the rich man, Hives Meal? I didn't take from him. <laughs> so I don't take from him. I, I don't have to take from you. <laughs> you understand? I didn't have to tell her that Hives Meal didn't even offer me a penny, but, <laughs> but that's something else. It's quite all right. It's quite all right. Thank you so much. Oh, I appreciate it. Yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. And sure enough, the shamans continued, and a few people here and there brought some yurts like Lampluch, and some people just came by just to show appreciation to the shamans and dropped them a few kopecks here and there. And finally, it was the night of Yom Kippur. Everybody came dressed appropriately for Yom Kippur. No one was wearing any leather shoes, and the men were dressed in their white kitlach, the white robes that they wear. And the chazen, Mesha, or was it Moisha? But whatever it was, whether you pronounce it Mesha or Moisha, Moisha had a voice like a Noisha. And he was a great baltfiller. And he got up there, and it was time for Kol Nidre. And everybody was moved by his powerful voice and the kavona that he had. And then when he started Kol Nidre, tears were in everybody's eyes. Kol Nidre! And of course, everybody was saying Kalnidre in an undertone, as many people have that minag to do. And each time, the Baltfila, the Chazan, got louder. The tears poured forth. Because everybody knows that if you make a nether and you break it, it's a very bad thing to break your word. And how could you go and asking for Mechila if you don't keep your word? So therefore, if you don't keep your word, how do you expect HaKadosh Baruch Hu to keep his word to want to forgive us? 
But we're not going to go into all those madrashic differences and those madrashic opinions because that will take away too much time from the story. But you get the idea. We have to go in pure and holy to Yom Kippur if we want to feel the greatness. And we should never forget, chas v'sholom, that Yom Kippur basically forgives bein odom l'chavere, no, bein odom l'maka, between us and Hashem. The only way we can be forgiven between a person and a person, bein odom l'odom, <laughs> is only if we ask Mechila. Now pay attention to the rest of the story, and you'll see what I mean. And the davening, every part of Yom Kippur was beautiful. It was filled with lots of kavona, lots of kedusha, very uplifting. And of course, before Musa, the Rav gave a little speech to imbue even more chizik and more inspiration. And then there was a minig in this particular town that Shloyma Zalman, who happened to have a beautiful voice anyways, but Shlomo Zalman was one of the richest people in the town, and there were people that liked him because he was a big baltzedakah. As I said before, unlike Chaim Shmiel, who was also a very rich person, but Shmiel was not a big baltzedakah. And it was coming to Ni'ila. And a person went up to Pesicha, Okay, the Baltfield was ready. I'm going to open up the Ernakadish. And he opened up the Ernakadish. And Shlomo Zalman began. And it was really a beautiful Neila. And everybody loved it. But then all of a sudden, it was towards the end of Neila. It was the part where the Chazan screams out, Shema Yisrael. And everybody repeats it after him. So suddenly, Shloyma Zalman went, Shema Like I said before, he had a beautiful voice. And a strong one. And he finally finished that sentence. Hashem Hashem and everybody repeated, and it was very moving. But all of a sudden, as he said Shema Yisrael like that, and the people repeated it, suddenly everybody heard <laughs> big loud thunder, and suddenly winds began to howl. And it started to pour heavy rains. And the rains pounded on the roof of the shul and made quite a lot of noise. And it was hard for Shloyma Zalman to keep his voice steady. But he tried. And all of a sudden he was up to the part of saying, and as he suddenly said that, a wind gusted through the windows and started to blow out the Yorzite Lampla. And suddenly the Rav screamed, 
Rabois, Rabois, I'm da for machen the fenster. Uh, close the windows, everybody, everybody. <coughs> Please, everybody, close the windows next to you. Close, close. And they started closing all the windows. But there was one window near the front that the shamish went up to. All right, just a minute now. Can we just close this window? Okay, there it goes. Oh my goodness, the window popped back open. I'm a bitch. Ach, it's from the fenster. Yeah, listen here. I close you, you stay close, okay? Next time I push you down, you stay down, okay? It popped back open. Ach, it's from the fenster. What's the matter with you? Hey, what's the problem? Close the window. I'm trying, but it's a kindness. It's not going. I'm trying to close the window. I push it down, but it doesn't stay down. It pops open. All right, okay, one window's not so bad. Okay, let's continue. Let's continue. Continue with Nila. Okay, I'm going to continue. Uh, yeah, so it's Mila. shame! And as he was saying, Borashem Kavoyed another time, suddenly more wind came through that one window and gently walked over, sort of, to say, if a wind, you can actually see them walking. Each breath was coming over. Hmm, let's see now. I think we'll blow out this candle here, and this one here. And it blew out every single Yurtzeit lampel, except for Mendel's. <laughs> and there was only one Yurtzeit lampel left. A candle burning for Mendel's Neshama. The Rav noticed this. So did everybody else. And of course, Chaim Shmiel noticed it, but he made like nothing. Schlemmer Zalman noticed it, and he said, All right, at least there's one candle left, I'll, I'll continue. And he started to say, Hashem Ulekim, and he began to say it seven times. Hashem Ulekim, Hashem Ulekim. And suddenly, as he came to the last one, everybody else was about to repeat seven times Hashem Ulekim. But before they could do that, they suddenly heard a boom. They heard a thud. And they saw... The shtender that he was standing by the omid collapsed on top of him. And he looked on the floor. Oh, excuse me, it seems to me that the cousin, he fainted over there. Uh, maybe he's fasting too much and maybe he's getting too old and it's too much for him to daven and fast at the same time. Is there a doctor over here? Somebody a doctor? I'm an eat. I'm an eat. I'm coming. I'm a doctor. Um, eh, oi weiß mir, ähm, Ruf, eh, so alle der Kahanim soll er rausgehen, tell all the Kahanim to go out from the school. Ähm, if there's any Kahanim, please step out of the school now, please. What's going on? What's the problem? I think she's dead. What? So I wonder what's nifty. Oi, 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 oi. And they proceeded with all the special halachas about taking care of a nifta with the special alochus nogea to a Shabbos or Yantif. And the Rav said, and substitute Baltvila should finish the rest. And then, at the end of Myriv, the Shammah said, Hi, 
Uh, I have some chicken here. I know that it's not a good time, but I know everybody's fasting and it. We don't need any more uh, problems here. We don't need anybody else fainting or hospital and passing away suddenly. I mean, you want to stick a leg out of me, a stick a bromph in, maybe a stick of orange juice, a milk or something. Maybe, 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 hello, and nobody's in the mood to eat over there. Uh, uh, Chaim's meal! Uh, what's marked there? Chaim's meal. Uh, don't, don't bother me now. I, I gotta go. I'll uh, uh, see you. I, 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 I have to go now. Uh, uh, goodbye. 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 I'll get in Kvittel. I'll get in your... Uh, whatever. Uh, yeah, 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 whatever. Uh, I'll get in your... Right. He was kind of nervous. I don't understand. No, Rav, what should I do with all of the Lakers? Uh, I'm sure that... Uh, you could uh, store it away and uh, wrap it up good to stay fresh, and uh, we'll use it another time. All right, all right. In the meantime, everybody went home to their homes, and they were not exactly dancing with joy of, like, feeling like, All right, hey, it's great, Tom Kipper, now we're forgiven, and we're going to go straight to Mitzvah, let's bend Kiddush Levune, let's start building our sukkahs. Of course, we'll eat a little something first. <laughs> but nobody did that. Everybody left in a solemn mood, so sad. And as they were walking home, Kannst es glauben? Can you believe it? Can you believe such a thing like that happened? Yeah, I know, it's a very sad thing that happened. Simcha Bunim, he's for the almost so many years, and all of a sudden, kaboom, he collapsed and he fainted. Oi, 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 it's a terrible zach, terrible zach. Oi, 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 and when they were eating it, they were not eating it with happy faces. They still had that strange feeling. Okay, Bilby, could you imagine that first? A storm breaks out out of nowhere. The wind blows everybody's candles out. Except for... I know what you want to say, except for um, uh, Bendel's candle. It was still burning. Yeah, it's kind of strange. And then, all of a sudden, in the quiet of night, there was a loud scream. Fire! 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 And everybody was screaming fire. And they were making loud noises. They had these funny metal triangles banging to make noise. And people were banging pots and pans to make noise. And getting everybody's attention together because in those days, they didn't have fire departments. Instead, they had what they called the Bucket Brigade. And what they did in the Bucket Brigade was very interesting. They lined up near the well. And they would pass buckets after the well. Well, you know, they, they used to lower down the bucket, pull it up, give it to the first person, and get another bucket ready. And they kept passing it down the line, straight where the fire was. And they would pour the bucket of water onto the fire. Hopefully, by the time it reached the other end where the fire was, there was still water in the bucket, and it didn't spill out along the way while they were passing. But, unfortunately, putting out a fire by one bucket at a time very slow way to put out a fire. 
and it was a strange thing. So no, Shopstick, I was just thinking out loud. Don't think so much out loud. Just take the bucket and put it on the fire. Yeah, I'm going to put it on the fire, but take a look. Yeah, what's the problem? Yeah, the building that's burning? Yeah, it's 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 one of uh what's his name over there? Um 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 uh Chaim Schmiel's uh, building. It's kind of strange. Voice slammers down he plots in the middle of the domain and he collapses oi by his me hey and then all of a sudden wait a second, that's the buildings that affect is from um What's his name? Chaim Schmiel. No, 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 no. Let's go put out the fire. Put out the fire. And suddenly, when the fire died out, and they got Chaim Schmiel out there. Oh, my goodness gracious. A devastating fire. My factory. It's ruined. It's ruined. Baruch Hashem. I still have a few apartment buildings. Uh, I have some three-story buildings where I rent out uh, to poor people. Uh, I still make some money from that. Uh, let me go back and finish my meal. Uh, uh. But before he had a chance to go back, suddenly that strange scream happened again. Fire! 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 Uh, everybody was screaming fire. And of course they made all that noise again. And the bucket brigade began again. But suddenly somebody said, oh, wait a second, there's a little problem here. We just put out this fire. Actually, uh, the fire put out itself because there was nothing left to burn. So why are we pouring water on this fire? We should go, oh my goodness, there's another fire over there. The building's over there. All the people, Bo Hashem, we got out safely, Bo Hashem. Okay, let's go over there. Everybody, go, go there. Come, 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 come. Let's go, let's go, let's go. Oh my goodness gracious. Can you imagine what's coming on over there? There's another fire. Let's go, hurry up. And most of that night, as soon as one fire died down, another one began. But people began to notice something about these strange fires. You know, I'm just wondering. These fires are very strange. Yeah, you can say that again. I mean, take a look. You know, that building right between that and that. I mean, they're all wooden buildings over there, and just the building in the middle, smack right in the middle. Only that building burned, and not the building on the right, and not the building on the left. How is that possible? The middle of the building went sky high in flames. It's just unreal. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, I see that too. Hey, you know something? I'm putting two and two together. Hey, listen, it's not the time to do math, you know. I mean, let's be reasonable. What are you talking about? Well, let's take a look. Any building, any property that seems to belong to to, to Chayim Shmiel has burned to the ground tonight. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I noticed that, too. And Chaim Shmiel was home crying. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, there be oh my. I'm ruined. I'm ruined. <laughs> I'm ruined. I'm ruined. Before Yom Kippur, I stopped my insurance policies on all my property, and I intended to take out a new insurance policy. And I did, when it was supposed to start taking place in two more days. All my buildings, everything, my factories, everything burnt down. And, and, and I don't even have insurance. I'm broke. I'm ruined. I'm ruined. <laughs> Why is this happening to me? <laughs> but 
The Rav, he thought like a Yid is supposed to think. Hmm. This is very strange. This is not so posh. It's not such a simple thing. A wind suddenly blows and blows out every yodside candle except for Mendelus. And then Simchim, and that Simchimunim, what's his name over there? Hey, 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 hey. I could tell you, Rob, uh, you're talking about uh, uh, Shlema Zalman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Shlema Zalman. Tell me, how come I slip and say uh, Simchimunim? You probably used Simchimunim in the last time you told the story. Uh, thank you very much, Yossi. Uh, Rabbi Herbs, I hope you don't mind. He interrupt me for this point. Oh, no, no, this is a good point. Okay, it's all right. Uh, that's on the ball. It shows you paying attention. Oh, thank you, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, go ahead, Rav. Oh, yes. So as I was saying, Shloyma uh, Zalman, the great Baltfila, he suddenly nifter, and then Chaim Shmiel, suddenly, only his property burns. And I know this is some strange miracle. And I know this is happening directly from Hashem to tell us something. Because imagine, all the buildings here are wood, and only the building in the middle between two buildings, if it belonged to Chaim Shmiel, it burned to the ground. It's not posh, it's not so simple. I must speak to him. And so the next day, the next morning, the Rav called Chaim Shmuel, and he was afraid to come to the Rav. But finally his family schlepped him and he came. Yes, yes, Rav. Uh, uh, what can I do for you? Listen to me. I'm going to get straight to the point. We know that this is not a simple happening. We know this is not coincidence. I know that there has to be something that happened before Yom Kippur that has to do with you and Shleimah Zalman and Mandela the Shoemaker. And I demand that you tell me this right now. Oh, oh, what's the difference? What's the difference? I'm broke. I have nothing. I'm like a dead person. And maybe that's what Hashem wanted. Maybe He wanted you to be like you're a dead person. Because right now, eh, Shlomo Zalman is a dead person. But you, Chaim Shmuel, you're not. So tell me, what's going on here? Why is Hashem doing this? I'm sure you know the answer. Tell me the connection. All right, Rob. All right, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you the story. Oh, you see what happened was this. About four or five weeks ago, a Mendel the shoemaker, he was walking the street. But I'm a good shoemaker. I make the best boots in town. Let me dance in the mud. Uh-oh. There's that famous Russian general. He's a drunk. He lost a drink. General Bagraski. Uh, what's he grumbling about? Uh, maybe I walk over, let me see. I get a good laugh. <laughs> uh, why can't they make a boot that it is waterproof? Yeah, I step in the puddle, it goes right through the boot, goes through the sole, and my bottom of my foot is wet. Boy, oh boy, I have 15,000 soldiers. They're outside, camped outside this town here. And they don't even have decent boots. How can we fight wars like this? They'll catch a cold. <laughs> if bullets don't kill them, they'll die for the pneumonia. <laughs> I think I'm catching a cold. <laughs> uh, excuse me, General uh, Abakrovsky. Uh, uh, Shalom Aleichem. How are you? How are you? Uh, hey, Jew. What do you want? Uh, 
Uh, um, first of all, you can call me Rebute. All right, Rebute, what do you want? Uh, that's nice, nice, nice. Anyways, I, I, I couldn't overhear. I, I mean, I couldn't help overhearing. I mean, I overheard that I couldn't help overhearing. Uh, uh, Get to the point. Uh, all right. You're looking for a nice dry boot. Well, I'm Amandel the Shoemaker. <laughs> and let me show you something. Here, uh, look, I'm going to dance in the mud. What, you crazy? Look what happened to my boot. You want ketchup on your money? What's the matter with you? Hey. Now look here. I'm going to take off my boot. Alright. And I challenge you to put your hand right inside. And you'll see that my boot is dry. What do you say? <laughs> when was the last time you changed your socks? And the last time I changed it. And how long was that? A long time. I mean, uh, what's the difference? I mean, uh, 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 listen, you want to see if the shoe is dry? Put your hand inside. I dance in the mud. All right, I put my hand inside. I should hold my breath over here. Got a clothespin to put on my nose. All right, here we go. Hey, the boot is dry. Hey, listen to me. Shoemaker. <laughs> I can make you a good deal. You get contract from the government, and you can make 15,000 pairs of leather boots that are waterproof like this. It'd be great. You'll be a rich man in no time. Can you do this? Uh, yeah, of course I can do this. Sure, sure. I mean, uh, give me a down payment, and, and I'll buy the material, and I'll start working right away. <laughs> it's not the way government works. You have to buy contract. I sell you contract for 800 rubles. Where am I going to get 800 rubles? I, I could pay you back after. No. You want contract, you pay me now. Hey, I'm going to be in that bar tonight. You pay me, I give you contract. If not tomorrow, I look for another person, okay? <laughs> wow. Where am I going to get? Wait a minute. I got an idea. Of course. I have 300 rubles dowry uh, from my, 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 my niece, uh, Rifkala. She's a, a Yasima. Uh, she's an orphan. Uh, and, uh, and her father left me in the Arusha thing that I should put it aside for a house and a dowry and not and, and everything. Oh, wow. Uh, uh, but, you know, if I can invest it and make more money, I can make even a better house. And a, sure, sure, sure. Let me go tell my wife. Um, uh, 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 you hancha. Yes, what is it? Uh, uh, listen, uh, uh, and he told over the whole story. But you can't use that money. Uh, uh, don't worry, it says that I can invest it and use it for good stuff, and I'm going to have more money for her. You'll see. But what about the rest of the money? Uh, I'm going to go borrow uh, <coughs> from, from, from Chaim Schmiel. And he ran right away to Chaim Schmiel, and he knocked on his door. And, of course, Chaim Schmiel said, uh, uh, All right, the door is open. Uh, come inside. All right, what's the problem? Uh, oh, <laughs> Mandela, you know, I had a very tough day today, and uh could use a good laugh. So what do you want to tell me? Uh, I, I, I want to tell you that, that I have a good business deal. And he told over the whole business deal. <laughs> You're not a businessman. You know that. Uh, listen, you need a couple of kopecks. I'll lend you a couple of kopecks. And no, 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 no. I need, I need 500 rubles. Well, I don't have 500 rubles over here. I'm very sorry. I can't help you. Uh, you know what I mean? And listen, but I, I, I have a chance to be rich. I could be like you people. And I could sit on the Mizrach van. You know what I mean? I could sit on the Mizrach wall over there. And I could sit up front. You know, and I can make decisions and things like that. For, you know, when it comes to Tzedakah and things like that. And I, I, you know, you know, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
This is going to his head. How can I share the Mizrach Vand? It's bad enough. I got to share it with, with uh, Shleima Zalman. I got to share it with him too. Hmm. Let me see what I'm going to do. Uh, you know what I'm going to do. I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm sorry. I don't got any money for you. Uh, oh, look at this. There's this, this money on the table. Let me count it up. <laughs> okay. Uh, you got here exactly 250 rubles. Yeah, and what are you going to get, uh, the rest of the money? Well, 300 I have from the dowry. Hey, you're not supposed to use that. Uh, yeah, but I'm going to invest it. I'm going to make more money. And where are you going to get the rest, then? Uh, well, 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 I, I'm going to go to, to Simcha. To, I mean, not to Simcha Bunim, because that's the other name that I used in the other story. I mean, that Rabbi Erbsch used in the other story. I, I mean, uh, you got to use the name Shlema Zalman. Ah, uh, right, right, Shlema Zalman. Okay, so I'm going to go to Shlema Zalman. Uh, okay, if you want to go to Shlema Zalman, go right ahead. Boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. And so he went to Shleima Zalman. And Shleima Zalman told him, I hear what you're saying. Very nice. I'd like to lend it to you. But at this present moment, I don't have the money. But if you come to me tomorrow morning, right after the evening, I'll go straight to the bank and I'll give you the money. <laughs> yeah, but I have to give it to him tonight. Well, uh, what should I tell you? You go over to him tonight and you give him, you know, down payment. Tell me, give him the rest tomorrow morning. Uh, he'll trust you. <laughs> okay, I gotta do that. And so he went to the General Brogrovsky. Nobody knows I'm drunk from my nose to my itty bitty toes. <laughs> oh! Yeah, yeah, Schumacher, you here? <laughs> yeah, come, come, come. You have money for me? <laughs> uh, well, 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 the story is like this. I have, you know, like, I, I have 550 uh, 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 rubles, and then I'm gonna get. Hey! I told you 800 rubles or no deal! Uh, uh, no, 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 I, I, I'm going to have the, the, the 250 tomorrow because um, um, Shlima Salman promised me that he's going to give me uh, uh, the money tomorrow morning. All right, give me this money right now for down payment, okay? Thank you very much. Now, listen here, if you don't have the 250 rubles, then too bad, uh, keep this money, it's too late. Oh, well, wait a minute, maybe you should give it back to me and I'll give you all of it in one shot tomorrow. No. It's too late. It's in my pocket, and I'm in here in the bar, and I'm starting to use it now for drinks. So, see you tomorrow. <laughs> Don't be late. Oh, oh, boy, oh, boy. Meanwhile, uh, as Chaim Shmir was telling the story, and so, Rabbi, I had these funny thoughts. I was not able to share the COVID and the Mizrach vent and, and all these other things. And uh, after a while, I started picturing in my mind things like, like, like Mendel Shoemaker was thinking about making a new Hachnosis Orchim house. And he was thinking about making the Hachnosis Orchim house built like the, like, like the shape of a shoe or a boot, you know what I mean? And it was like driving me crazy. And then and it really bothered me because, you know, it's tough for me as it is that I share with, uh, with, 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 with Shlema Zalman. So I decided to go to Shlema Zalman. And I went to Shlema Zalman. And, and this is what happened when I got there. Yes? What's the problem? Uh, you worried about people don't like you? Ha 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 It's not a problem. Chaim Shmuel, you give a little more tzedakah and people will like you. Ah, what do you say? I didn't come here to talk about that. I came here to talk about something very serious. Uh, you know, you and I, we share the Mizrach Vant. And, you know, you and I make decisions about Achnosis Orchim. And you and I make decisions about fixing up the shul and things like that. You and I are the richest people here. And we're the most Bukovinic people here. And people give us the most respect. You know that, right? Yeah, so what's the problem? 
Well, we're going to have a third person. And do you know who that third person is? Uh, let me guess. Uh, your son-in-law. No, 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 no. It's going to be Mendel the Shoemaker. And so what's wrong with that? Oh, you don't understand. You're going to be able to share it with him? You know what's going to happen? He's going to be richer than us. You know what 15,000 pairs of boots could bring in? He could become richer than us. And then he's going to have the biggest say on the board. He's going to have the biggest seat by the Mizrahment. And who knows? He maybe takes a whole table for himself and will be pushed back a row. Can you take that? Hmm, I never thought about that. Did you lend him the money yet? Uh, no, I said I'd give him tomorrow morning. Well, you know, it's up to you. Well, it's too late. Whatever's supposed to happen is supposed to happen. Well, I'll leave it to your decision. Uh, you know, all these years we shared this cupboard together. You want to try to share with another person, especially a guy like Mendel? <laughs> well, I'll see you. Uh, I hope you make the right decision. And after a while, he left. And of course, as he kept telling on the story, he told that Simcha Bunim, which is now called Shlema Zalman, he had second thoughts. Oh my goodness, he's right, I can't share it with him. Hmm, I know what I'll do. Ah, and sure enough, the next morning, there was, there was Mendel. Okay, I'm here, I'm here, yo-ho, I'm here. Uh, what are you here for? I'm in here for, for to come with you to the bank, and you're going to take out the, 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 the next 250 rubles. Uh, why would I do that? Uh, because uh, um, you're going to give me the 250 rubles so I can have the full 800 rubles, and then I can pay the general, Bogrovsky. <laughs> you're very funny, Mendel. Where'd you get the idea that I'm going to give you 250? Uh, you told me last night. I did? I don't even remember seeing you last night. What are you talking about? I wasn't dreaming. I- I'm telling you. I- I- you, you. You told me. I didn't tell you nothing. I don't know where you got that idea from. But, but you, you told me. I- I- you have to give it to me. I don't have to give you anything. I never promised you anything. But you did. I did not. Don't put words in my mouth. But, 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 but what's going to happen? He's not going to give me back the money. That's your problem. Then I'm going to lose the nodding money, the dowry for my, my niece. That's your problem. You shouldn't have used it to begin with. Well, I'm not going to have the money. I wonder what I'm going to do, and then I won't be able to pay back. <laughs> what am I going to do? Now, of course, at that time, uh, Mendel didn't know that I was forgiving uh, of, of, the, of the money that, that, that he had over there because it's going to be a bigger investment for me that he doesn't join the, the, the table by us, by the Mizrah fund. And so I, 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 I didn't feel bad for him and, 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 and needed it, Simcha Bunim. Uh, I mean, well, actually, in this story, he's not called Simcha Bunim. In this story, he's called... I know! He's called uh, Shlomo Zalman! Right, 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 Shlomo Zalman. Okay, so, 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 anyways, uh, um, uh, so, so, that's the story. And the Rav looked on and he said, So that's what happened? Chaim Shmiel, do you realize what you did? Such a terrible avera! How could you do that to a human being? Because of greed, because of selfishness, you let this person die? So that's what happened. People said that Mendel went in the streets and he was screaming, Oh, I can't take it anymore, and he suddenly collapsed and died. Nobody knew the story, except you, and you let it happen. You caused his death, and so did Simchabunim. But Simchabunim, he already had his kapora. You, Hashem let you live. You're a smart businessman. You'll get back on your foot. You'll get back on both feet. You'll get back on your feet. You'll rebuild yourself. But if you're smart, you'll take half of your riches when you make it, and you'll give it to Mendel's Yesoyma. 
and you'll give it not just to the Yisoyimim, you'll give it to the Almona too. And you'll take care of their family. And you, when you do this, then you come back. And then maybe we'll talk and see if there's a tshuva that you could do. And sure enough, this is exactly what happened. He went over, that is, Chaim Shmiel went over, and he cried his heart out. And he did rebuild his business. And he did give half of everything to Hensha and her children. And he did come every day to learn special things, to go back on the pathway of doing tshuva. And Chaim Shmiel was completely a different person. And this story was told over for many, many years until World War II in that particular town. And hopefully everybody who hears this story will learn to be caring about other people and not be selfish and greedy and give other people a chance. Wow! What a great story. Any time for some phone calls? A few here and there. Okay, wow, the board is lit up over here. Okay, uh-uh. hello, you're on the air. Hello, you're on the air. Hi. Yes, what is your name? Frime Louie. Ah, oh, Frime Louie. We didn't hear from you in a while. Okay, so what lesson do you learn from this story? Um, that you should dabble with a lot of kavana and it's never too late to do tshuva. Very, very good. Um, and my teacher is Rabbi Carr. He sends regards regard to you. Rabbi Yaley Carr? Yeah. Oh, very good. Very good. Thanks a lot. Send my regards and send Rabbi Nissen's regards also. Okay. And the whole crew. <laughs> okay, bye. okay, thank you very much. Bye. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Chaim Wickler. Ah, Chaim Wickler. Okay. <laughs> okay, so uh, <clears throat> uh, um, okay, so what, what lessons you learned tonight's story? And uh, let's see if you can give us the condensed version. Be happy, get of gifts, and don't give to the Make sure they're okay when someone dies. Be sad when someone dies. Warn about danger. Don't get all upset. Help it out fires, and don't get angry. Very good. Excellent. Beautiful. By the way, can yes. I give a shout-out? A fast shout-out. Okay. Yisrael Chaim Lubavik. Okay, good. Thank you very much. Okay. Hello, you're on the air. What is your name? Abby Galinsky. Okay. And what lesson you learned tonight's story? Um, I learned that, you see, uh, you should, you should just look, you shouldn't give up your whole life and to practically kill somebody. Right. And, and also, once you do that, pay back and, and help out the family and the other. Very good. Very good. Okay. I think we have time for one more call. Two more calls, maybe. Depends how fast this call goes. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. What is your name? Yehuda Lowy. Yehuda Yeah. Uh, Ephraim's brother. Yeah. Okay. What lesson you learned tonight's story? These lessons are difficult for you. You still have to talk Excellent. Fantastic. Beautifully. Very well said. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, okay. We have another call. Okay. The last call I think it's going to be. Okay. Hello. You're on the air. Let's see if you got that. One hello. Per- yes. Go ahead. My name is Omi Hirsch. Ah, very good. It's good to hear from you again. Okay, so what lesson you learned tonight's story? I have 27 lessons. Wow. So let's see how fast you can do them. Okay. Um, be nice. Say thank you if someone someone spoke to you. Be, be good to them. Back. Do your job. Don't talk bad about people. Try to help. Be honest. Don't cheat. Have manners. Be careful what you do. Pray to Hashem. Don't eat on Yom Kippur. Don't wear leather shoes. 
be clear what you say, understand people, be happy, be sad for someone, be safe, call for help if you need help, um, do, do things as quickly as possible, think before you do anything, because it might be something bad, give to up, pay attention, talk to people, make, make people happy, try to save people, and, and that's it. Well, that was pretty good. You got a lot of them. That was great. Good to hear from you. Okay, we can take one more call. Okay, one more call. Hello, you're on here. Okay, can you lower your radio so we don't hear double double talk? Yes. Hello. Okay, that's it. Okay. Uh, uh, I, I have one last thing to say that everybody didn't get. Uh, sometimes people let their covet and pride get in the way and they don't share with other people. And there's plenty room for other people to be up on top, uh, in the top uh, banana, like they say. So uh, don't, don't be uh, like uh, so uh, big shoddy and, 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 and uh, you know, like a snobby. And, and, and what's the other word I'm looking for? Don't be such a big shot and don't be a Balgaivenik and learn to share. Great. That was great, Rabbi Herbs. Okay, so long and enjoy your... Yom Kippur, as best as possible, have an easy fast, and have a freilich and chakosh of his sameach.